0: Hello everyone, welcome to books and ballads. I'm back after a long, long vacation it seems. Anyway, it wasn't a vacation. I was a bit busy over the past couple of weeks as I had told in the earlier episode that the next episode will be about a book called Samrat which is based on the life of the politician Bal Thackeray, and that I'll be having a guest. So yeah, we recorded the episode and I'm still in the editing phase of that episode but I'm not getting the time to put the pieces together. It was a wonderful conversation that I had with my friend Kaivalya who gave me the details about the book. and. We had quite a fascinating discussion about it which I'll be uploading soon but I wanted to like publish a new episode since it's been like two or three weeks now I guess that I haven't posted anything and I've been getting uh, emails as to when is the next episode coming out so I decided to just uh, get ahead with this so in this episode I'll be discussing the book Stoner by John William I discovered this book on Goodreads. It popped up in my recommended section like after I finished reading No Longer Human by Osamu Dazai and I'll discuss that book in some another episode but today I'll be talking about John Williams and his magnificent masterpiece, Stoner. So stay tuned guys. Have you ever thought of starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen? How do I make money from my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple, Anchor. Anchor is one stop shop for recording, hosting and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Well, I like Anchor and it's pretty easy to use and they have this wonderful system of getting your podcast published and distributed across all the platforms. So if you always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm start anchor.fm start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using anchor. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Mm. Welcome back guys. When I picked up Stoner, I didn't have great expectations from the book. I have heard that the book is good. When I started reading it, I was totally hooked to the style of writing of Williams. He writes it in a very lucid way, in a very beautiful way. Even when he's describing stuff which is quite sad, but the way he describes it, it makes you fall in love with his writing. The book is based on the life of this guy called William Stoner who is the protagonist of this novel. And he is born into a farming family and his father is a farmer. When Stoner turns 20, his father tells him to go study agriculture at a college in Columbia. Stoner hesitantly accepts his father's proposal and decides to go to Columbia to complete his college education he then stays at his aunt and uncle's place so at university stoner is a decent student and he later discovers that agriculture is not the domain that he wishes to pursue his education in, and he switches to literature he tells that to his father that he is going to study and remain in the university for a while and stay back there and teach uh, that he wants to be a become a teacher at the university His father then says okay and he hires a helping hand to assist him at farm. And when he graduates from college, uh, he has his two friends with him, uh, Gordon Finch and Dave Masters. These three guys have their regular Friday night hangouts where they drink and they talk philosophy and they discuss uh, general things about university, war and whatnot so it's quite a interesting life for Stoner until this point so the story moves forward in this way and as Stoner starts getting interested in his classes he starts teaching students he has his own lectures he gets involved in the routine of college and then he meets this uh, beautiful woman called Edith he falls in love with her, goes over to her place, and and he tells her how he feels uh, about her and that how he likes her. Initially, Edit is a very reserved and shy she understands that Stoner is in love with her and uh, Stoner meets Edith's parents and then they get married and life moves on and then they go on a honeymoon and it's at this point that the novel starts going downhill until this point everything is like what a normal guy's life would be Stoner continues teaching at the university there's this professor an interesting character in the book called Archer Sloan Archer Sloan is the professor uh, who uh, you can say guides Stoner in how he teaches his students like there's this uh, mysterious aura around Sloan as he's getting old throughout the novel uh, war plays a very vital role and the novel spans across world war one and world war two and how these two wars affect Stoner's life sometimes directly and sometimes indirectly it's portrayed very beautifully in the book uh, soon Stoner realizes that his marriage with Edith is not going as well as he expected it to go. Edith has some other expectations from Stoner whereas Stoner is focused on his career and Edith has her own whimsical desires you can say to travel to Europe and which Stoner is not able to fulfill at that moment and that's when uh, Edith realizes that she might have made a mistake by marrying Stoner and then uh, there's a wall of miscommunication between them Midway through the book World War 1 breaks out and and everyone from the university starts signing up to go to war and his friend Dave Masters he decides to uh, go and fight on the battlefield everyone has this nationalistic urge to go out there and prove that they love their country but stoner is unmoved by all this and he sort of thinks of it in a quite sardonic way that this is unnecessary and he feels left out he's the only one at that time who doesn't sign up for the war and then after the war ends like he comes to know that Dave Masters has been uh, martyred and his best friend has died on the battlefield and that comes as a very shocking loss for him i remember this conversation uh, they have at a bar uh, these three friends stoner gordon finch and dave masters where dave masters is cynically ripping them off like why they do the things they are doing and he tells that the reason why we are uh, teaching in the university despite being so bright is that because we are afraid of the world outside and he tells that this university uh, is protecting them from the world and that they are hiding from the world in this university and he tells Gordon Finch that he is too timid to be successful outside and maybe that's what's keeping them here which is sort of uh, amusing and profound I must say so Dave Masters appears for a very short period in the novel and has a lasting impact on Stoner's life. Meanwhile his marriage with Edit is going downhill and it's taking a turn for the worse. They are not exactly fighting but there's this passive aggression that that's going on in their lives with Edit. Nearly reaching hysteria and behaving in a very rather odd and strange manner in front of Stoner and then one morning while he's having breakfast and is about to uh, leave for his lectures Edith comes up to him and uh, says that she wants a baby They decide to have a baby and then Stoner is blessed with a baby girl and he names her Grace Grace temporarily brightens up their dull and indifferent married life Things don't improve even after the birth of their baby and the marriage is declining, and uh, throughout the book there are multiple characters that are playing vital roles in Stoner's life and affecting his life in one way or the other. And another character that impacts Stoner's life at the university is Lomax, Holly Lomax. Holly so Holly Lomax is this new uh, professor that joins the university after Archer Sloan's death, Arthur Sloan's death, and joins the university after Sloan's death and he sort of has an his own arrogant and reserved style to his personality. He rarely talks to anyone in the university during his initial days and Stoner and Lomax start off on a wrong foot. So to solve this, uh, Stoner invites Lomax at his house for a party and uh, Lomax who usually doesn't respond to such invitations accepts this invitation and they go to the party and he gets pretty drunk and they have a chat but after that like i think that's the only part where lomax and stoner were you can say a bit friendly but after that it's terrible the relationship between them it, it like war so stone is fighting wars there's a war going on at his home where he's fighting with his wife in a very emotionally draining war at university he's fighting with lomax personally he's all depressed and dejected this book is pretty sad reading this book feels like you're living stoner's life and which can get quite depressing as you move on through the novel but there's this uh, the most beautiful part about this book that I enjoyed uh, when stoner uh, falls in love and starts an affair when he's in his 40s with a student called Catherine Driscoll which ends up being the highlight of the book for me. This is the part where I enjoyed reading the book a lot. So when everything is falling apart for Stoner, his personal life, his married life, his professional life, he meets this young woman, Catherine Riscoll, and then he falls in love with her. And there's this beautiful quote in which he describes his love for Catherine. I'll just read it out. Uh, It goes like, in his 43rd year, William Stoner learned what others much younger had learned before him that the person one loves at first is not the person one loves at last and that love is not an end but a process through which one person attempts to know another. And that quote justifies the entire affair of Catherine and Stoner. The relationship between Stoner and Catherine Riscall is so wonderful full of love that i sort of feel good for stoner that finally he's found someone with whom he can share the world stoner starts going to her place after lectures and they make love and then it's all romantic all butterflies and rainbows her. so catherine and stoner start dating and it's a happy phase in stoner's life but soon this happiness is short-lived as people start discovering about their affair and then one day Gordon Finch calls him who now is the Dean of the University he calls him about the rumors that are spreading across the campus and he asks Stoner whether if it's true and Stoner replies yes and Gordon Finch is concerned about his friend and he tells him do you know what uh, you are you know that this isn't going to end well Stoner replies that yes he knows about it then and Stoner has to end his relationship with Catherine and it ends up being a major setback for Stoner Uh, the only happy thing in his life was now going to go away from his life so after Catherine goes out of Stoner's life Stoner is pretty lonely and he to fill that loneliness and emptiness and the void in his life he gets back to the, the university and starts drowning himself in more and more work besides he also has this sort of enmity with Holly Lomax, uh, who is the head of his department. There's this interesting uh, sort of feud between Lomax and Stoner in the novel. An incident happens where Lomax recommends a student to Stoner. He decides to fail that student, but Lomax takes it personally since that student is a personal favorite of Lomax. And then and there develops horrible enmity between them. Just when you think that the book is ending and now he visits a doctor and the doctor diagnoses that he has cancer. Yeah. Like what more can you expect? he's already sad, he's already on the verge of killing himself and then the doctor says, okay, man, you don't need to do that. You already are dying. Uh, and when sl- Stoner receives this news about his cancer, he's totally indifferent and he doesn't react. He's numb with everything that has happened over the years. Overall, I enjoyed the book. You, uh, it, it is emotionally draining. It is depressing. It is melancholic it, and you are just hoping for a happy ending. So overall, if I have to rate this book, I'll give it 4.5 out of 5 book. I haven't explored John Williams much, but I would love to explore more of his books. I find literature that's dark pretty interesting, Russian literature if you say, or Dostoevsky's books or Tolstoy's books. They are often bleak in nature, the protagonists are often sad and depressed, but throughout the novel, there's a theme running in the backdrop which has subtle messages of positivity around them and Stoner is one of those books and once you finish reading this book, you feel refreshed. best thing about Stoner is it touches on almost every aspect of life that we can think of. I'll talk about my favorite scenes in the book or moments in the book where I think that the book just went on an altogether different level in terms of literary beauty or the moments where I thought that this book is a masterpiece. is this scene where Stoner comes to know that his father has passed away and he has to go back to his hometown for his father's funeral and when he reaches there he he sees everyone's gathered around the coffin and then he spots his mother sitting there quietly he then after spotting his mother his mother sees that stoner has arrived uh, and she grabs him by the hand and leads towards uh, his dead father and then she starts speaking about his father's stubbornness and and how even during his last days uh, he used to go into the field to work despite her warning that he should stop. And at that moment, there's this beautiful line in the book where Stoner realizes that things aren't going to be same anymore. And I'd I'll, I'll like to read the paragraph out. as Stoner goes like, as she spoke, Stoner saw her clearly. It was as if she, she too were dead as she spoke. A part of her gone irretrievably into that box with her husband not to emerge again. He saw her now her face was thin and shrunken even in repose it was so drawn that the tips of her teeth were disclosed beneath her thin lips she walked as if she had no weight or strength he muttered a word and left the parlor he went to the room in which she had grown up and stood in its barrenness his eyes were hot and dry and he could not weep so this paragraph is quite powerful writing there it almost brings out that lump in your throat and starts to tickle those emotions in you so yeah i like the book for its prose and wonderful style of narration so that's it that's my uh that's what i think about this book stoner if you get a chance you can read it it's available on kindle and online i'll be sharing the links ebook if you want to read the book and i would surely recommend you to read this as of now i'm currently still reading the winter of discontent by john steinbeck and i plan to finish it by this weekend if i get the time also i would like to upload the episode that i had discussed about right at the start of the podcast that where Kavali and i talked about the book Samrat and the life of bal Thakre and his impact on maharashtra's politics yeah that episode i'm planning to release i can't give you a date because i realized that when i give you guys a date that okay i'll be uploading it next week or next to next week i'm not uh, sure about my schedule myself and i get pretty busy in w- work next episode will be the guest episode and i also finished reading tuesdays with maury by mitch album i would like, also like to talk about that book it's a beautiful book quite positive so yeah that's the book i'm planning to discuss somewhere in near future i hope you guys enjoyed this podcast i'll be back again with a new episode and a new book so till then adios